Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. G'day guys, welcome back to Beers and Break Evens for our Round 26 review, our Round 27 preview. It is going to be absolute carnage this week so much to get stuck into a bit of a different episode today than usual brought to you once again by blue wealth property they've got a heap of events coming up over the next few weeks they've got their webinar tonight wealth through property 6 30 p.m so if you're watching on youtube you can sneak into that or on the podcast go over and have a look there's a link in the description then over the next few weeks the 12th of september wealth through property live from the sunshine coast the 13th of september wealth through property live from bris vegas and then the 18th of September, Wealth Through Property in Bathurst. So they are hitting the frog and toad, getting around the country there, you Queenslanders. You can enjoy it with both your heads up there. There's going to be some crackers. Welcome him in, my co-host, my best friend, my 5'8", my soulmate, T. Williams. How are you, brother? Good to be back, Roo. Uh, copped a bit, of a bit of the man flu, a bit of the manus over the weekend, so a little bit slow. But, mate, something's a bit different about you. New haircut or what is it? No, mate, no big changes. Went to the gym the other day, feeling good. Had a pretty good week in Supercoach. Got my two little mates here. This is uh, Tim from 2020. This is Tim from 2023. Back-to-back champions, guru, hashtag guru, back-to-back. Been a good week, mate. You're a dickhead. The king's back on top, baby. (laughs) Yeah, mate. uh, Look, there's not going to be any white flag waved here, but it might be at half-mast at the moment. So we're sitting right now. I've got 319 points on Timmy. You have got one extra player this week. Jack Howarth, who I discovered for you, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so 319 points. Timmy's got one more player than me. So you could push the argument of an early crow, but uh, I think I'm home this week. In saying that, I'm only 319 in front of you because one of your, your captain choice got injured, Manu, on the weekend. Same thing could occur this weekend. Things in Supercoach can change very, very quickly, Rue. We've mm-hmm. seen it time and time again. And uh, unfortunately, my Joey Manu captaincy play lasted all of 23 minutes. I'm mm. still late to come in and trash him. But that's okay. That's the game. But in tough times, there is light. And this could happen to you next weekend. As I said, I do have an extra player. I'm banking on maybe if you sneaky late resting. So Greg Marge will be a big one. So if I can pull another one or two players back <laughs> on you and have sort of three on you... It's possible. Yeah, well, there, there could be a bit of a domino effect if Marshu gets rested. And then you made a really good point this morning. If Ellie Katoa gets rested and Jack Howarth jumps in there, I'd lose Ellie. I don't have Howarth. You do. So with a good captain choice, it could start to swing quickly. Yeah. It is one of the great early – possibly the earliest and biggest <laughs> early crow I've ever seen in my life, mate. I've I, had all this stuff for six weeks. I, For once in my life – 
Guru, I, I do need to commend you because we came in here two years ago and you're a bit of a, a passion project of mine. <laughs> uh, you know, just get away from the mirror and give back to the little man. You were a little known nerdy draft player at the time. And I said, no, no, I see a bit of potential in this kid, much mm. like you with Jamar Hopgood. And I said, oh, I'll take him under my wing and see what I can develop into. And after two years of you following my trades, my skippers, you finally went out on your own last weekend. You went against Dallin with Tennis Lesniak, who flopped, and you went for two pod plays in Cherry Evans, who went bonkers, who I also ended up with, and Tolatau Cola. And that was a call that you made from the heart, mate, yep. and you went for it. So while you'll be my protege, no matter how many of these bloody cups you win in a row, yeah, I'm a little bit proud of you for, for making a big play late in the season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love when dad's proud of me. <laughs> oh, that was special. That was special. Oh, uh, now, I, I, I sat there and I was like, you know what? If he's going to get me, he's done it in style. So, but it's a big weekend ahead. It is a big weekend ahead, and uh, you'll be happy to know that obviously the cola was the cola play. I mean, the cola play was a big one for me. But I mean, you got Scotty Drinkwater, which. They might have got the exact same score within a few points of each other, anyway. But you'll be happy to know that Cola, I was celebrating him getting me home in classic, but at the same time, he was simultaneously dry fucking me in draft and finishing <laughs> my season. So, um, do you want to hear one of the great heartbreak stories of all time? Here it is. So, I come into my draft again against. Uh, this is going to go down particularly well with you wearing all that shit as well. Oh, yeah, mate. This is. I was almost in tears on Sunday night. I'm not even slightly <laughs> kidding. Came in on Monday. Kempi's like, how was the week? I was like, fuck off, Kempi. Fuck off, Kempi. I don't want any of your shit right now. <laughs> so, I go into the Newcastle Knights versus the Sharkies. Um, up 70 points. I had KP and Adam Elliott. Shout out to our boy, Adam Elliott. Played huge minutes. Finally delivered when I needed him to. KP had a blind up. My opposition had Marcy as captain. Stevie, uh, one of the, I was going to say subscribers. He is a subscriber, but he's also a contributor for the SC Playbook. Draft Champion contributor, uh, Stevie Havener. Yeah, the draft expert. He's, uh, he's in the draft grand final this weekend. So Timmy's plucked out a special one there for you. I have. He's actually also taken a bit of a backseat with his content this year, just just being a, due to being a busy man. And it's the year that he makes the final of his draft. So... Hopefully that's enough to like mm. inspire him back into the content game next year for SC Playbook. But he might one of them blokes to just when the going's good, yeah. he gets around it and he, and he crows. And when it's not, he takes a spell. No comment. But I'm as shocked as anyone is in the grand final. Um, <laughs> so then I came into that game. I was up by seventy. I had KP. I had Adam Elliott. He had Marsu. He has Nico Hines. So he got ruled out. So he picked up Adam motherfucking Clune of his footsteps Falco over there. Uh, and then he had Phoenix Crossland our boy, uh, and, mate, I was up by 70 with 10 minutes to go. Have I told you this story or not? Uh, I'm Briefly, yeah, fuck. Not all the details. I know I know one big I'm up by there. 70 with 10 minutes to go, and then Jesse Raymond comes out and whacks KP, injures him, and KP walks around the field like this for 25 minutes or whatever, for 10 minutes or whatever, and then the play comes where Adam Clune goes down the left side because KP's not there. He turns Marshu under. <sighs> So it was Marshu try, line break, three tackle breaks. As captain, you're looking at 73, 74 points. But then, of course, because he had Clune and he turned him under, I ended up losing by 21 or 29 points or something. So, yeah, it really hurt the That's ego. one of the bad beats. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a stinger. But a really good example in draft comps and just in Supercoach in general, Steve had his first three picks on the weekend. 
first three draft picks for feeder Hines, Cam Murray, they combined for 47 points and he managed to score 930 in draft. So just another example of anything can happen. Yeah. Absolutely anything can happen. Jeez, it can so. change quickly. Oh, mate, it can turn very, very quickly. And I learned that you can get divorced very, very quickly too. <laughs> Tough Sunday <laughs> night for me. Well, um, well, to explain how quickly it can turn, I had lined up, and I'll tell this story, and I'll be, so I'll be brief about it, but on the SC Facebook potty last night, but I had Scott Drinkwater locked in his 120-odd as a v, free VC loop, and I was... I'd spoken to the spy the night before. I had a few things on over the weekend and I was concerned about the loop because Pia Kura was going to be my AE and I thought he was going to play 20 minutes off the bench against the Raiders, yeah. which he did score poorly. Spy told me that Pia Kura was starting because Carrigan was out mm. and it wasn't Pia Kura. It was Palacea. Five minutes before kickoff in the Roosters game, I went, shit, so it is going to be Pia Kura as a terrible AE. So you know what? Manu's going to go on a tear against the Tigers. He'll go big. So five minutes before kickoff, I went to Manu. <laughs> that's uh, I think that's two years in a row. Manu has separated us. Yeah, he's in different he's ways. He's busted me on polar opposite ends of the scale two yeah. years in a row. <laughs> oh, fuck, that sucked. <sighs> yeah, shout out to all of you that went Manu. I thought it was a really good option. I I walked away here last Wednesday thinking it would be a serious option for me to go him. And you know what? If Cleary didn't get updated, those twenty points out of. Nowhere, got no yeah. idea where he got them from. I, I thought ninety one was overs, one hundred and nine was ridiculous. Um, I would have seriously considered him. Would you, this is going to break my heart? Joking, you would have done him because that that twenty even for Cleary standards came out of nowhere. I'll tell you what. As I said, my my draft game. I thought my opposition. I thought Steve was going to captain Cola, and I was very confident on Cola throughout the week, as you know. So I was seriously considering captaining him. Just because I thought if it finishes my draft season, at least I'm alive in Classic yeah. then, trying to ease the pain. But once the Cleary VC came up, I just thought with a free loop, I'd just be stupid not Would to. Would you have, ta- say, updated to 95 as most expected, this guy? Would you have taken that? You know what? I think I probably would have. Okay. Makes me feel ever so slightly better. Yeah, I, I, I think I still would have. Just because it's points on the board and, I mean... It's just so hard to predict with these And that was the other one. That was the other one for you, mate. Like, while a few of the popular options, like KP, didn't end up going nuts and it could have hurt, you you played it safe. You took Cleary. You said you would have taken Cleary if you went a tick under 100. And that's what happens in Supercoach. Injuries yeah. happen and it wrecked me. And uh, good play. Fair, uh, fair play I think as well the fact that I was, like, my, my entire objective is to beat you. Like, I, I want to get up in the rankings. But to beat you is my objective. And knowing that I was up by 100 just to take a 95, I, I think I would have done it. It's yeah. funny, this week, probably the first time since I became an overall overall player, so probably since about 2014 or something, mm. I've actually got to start going, all right, I need to make a few decisions based on head-to-head yeah. being you. And I'm thinking, obviously, it won't be trades-wise, I've got none left. But captaincy-wise, I've got to go, oh, I've got to go who the Roo won't rather than who yeah. I want to go because I never give a rat about these head-to-head matchups. But I wish I'd had this same logic last week. <laughs> it's good though. I, I like it. I like that added. There's yeah. 159,999 other teams I couldn't give a flying fuck about. Yeah. It's good. I like it. But as Supercoach should be, going head-to-head with your mates trying to get one up. It's, I it's like awesome. It. Yeah, it's unreal. It is awesome, yeah. Very good. Uh, now, I think the biggest oversight by us throughout the entire year has been that we stupidly never actually entered our teams into a, the same league at any point. I know. So we actually can't see each other's scores throughout the weekend. So we're like 
constantly texting each other to send screenshots of our teams and everything. It's so, it, so, it's, it's so it's, and I feel so awkward mm. asking you for it three times a week that I end up asking Steve for it. Because it, it's 6.01 every Sunday evening, <laughs> only when I know Guru's had a good week and I've had a shit week. Screenshot of your team, please, mate. What's your score? <laughs> Whereas if I know you've gone shit and I've gone big, I'm like, mm, just crickets. <laughs> That's what I asked Steve. Go, <laughs> how bad's the damage? Help me. <laughs> We've got to get that sorted next year, though. That's absurd. Yeah, I know. We've done that two years in a row. Um, so my score on the weekend, 1,361. I... I thought I'd go up thousands. I went to 3,200. I'm okay with it. I went up 700 spots, but this has got to be the week, right, Timmy? We start to make some proper moves. You'd think so, wouldn't you? But uh, I'm so far from confident. The Stales, despite bringing Drinky and um, Dally, dropped 1,300 spots to 6,400 overall. So it hasn't been our season, mate. It happens. It happens. Be patient, Kuma Stallion yeah, fans. Be, be, pa- patient. be very patient. And look... The Manu thing, I, I copped surprisingly okay. In my head, I was like, damn it, Guru's probably got me. You did take it pretty well, <coughs> to your credit. You took it heaps better than I took my draft loss, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, because of my ranking, I'm like, if I was sitting top 1,000 or top 500 or, God forbid, top 100 or top 50, yeah. the people who had him there, like, gut-wrenching. Yeah, it's also, I mean, there's a chance, but it's also unlikely that I'll get into, like, the top 1,000 either. So it's like... Is there any difference between being 2,000 or The only 6, thing that really impacted me was you. Yeah. Yeah. So 319 points separates us this week. I've got one trade left. Talk about who I'm looking at uh, with that one soon. You got no trades left? Yeah. So last week, I didn't want to get that uh, Piakura 15, 20, whatever he ended on as my AE. So I had, I think I had 17 players. Yeah. So when Nicole's ruled out, I went... I was really keen on DC for that matchup. And again, for this week's one, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to roll the dice. And my logic was... If you can go like 120 plus, even if, you know, Nico comes back this week and, you know, I could have traded, say, Garrett class, we got the extra player, boom, there's a 60 and a 60. So he ended up going better than that. And yeah, yeah so I burnt, wasn't planning, I'd have ended up burning my last two trades last week. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I, I saved one more trade for this week. I actually went with um, 16 players last week. I could have got 17, but I thought it was best for me to run with. 16, I was confident with the guys I had and I wanted yeah, to trade this week because I thought, and shout out to those people that have saved <laughs> trades. Um, we touch on it now. My sympathy for people without trades or that are blown up about restings. Get the fuck over it. Who who saw round twenty seven restings coming before finals? Oh mate, I just the yeah, some of the tantrums, some of the messages I've been sent this week, I cannot believe it. You knew this was coming for weeks, <laughs> especially if you watch this show. We've been talking about it for months now. That we need to prepare for this stuff. I've been saying for ages, if you can save a boost, save it for the last week because that could be carnage and it could I think, you've, I think you said save, try, if you can save a boost for the last week in those trades because of what could eventuate. Yep. And, mate, it, it, it sucks for anyone up there, the extent of the restings. Like, it really does. And I feel sorry for them in that sense. But I applaud people that do have trades up their sleeve and yep. do have the depth to cover it. I know there's a certain person in the top 10 who, you know, people sort of out there saying they got a little bit lucky in that. Look, yes, there was more restings than most anticipated. Unbelievable round of restings. But there's a bloke there who's got, I think, three trades up his sleeve, I assume, a boost, and a pretty full squad. That's freaking good super coaching. Yeah, and stop whining. Full credit to him. Yeah. Like, fuck, stop carrying on. I mean, yeah, more restings than we thought, but I'm sorry, everyone had the same top four from four weeks ago. Like, we knew this was coming. Is it any shock that Brisbane 
And the Penrith, well, Penrith aren't even resting. You've actually got away with more yeah, than what we yeah. thought we would realistically. You should As be happy. Stands, like Nathan Cleary, Brian Toto, a few yep. of these popular players. And like we'll get to it soon, but you know, everyone that went heavy on the Warriors, this was always a risk. They're a top four team that's locked in. I know the coach said he wouldn't, but common sense had always said it made sense to rest. We've been saying this for weeks, and I'm not surprised. It would be stupid for the Warriors. We've said it every week. It would be stupid for the Warriors to send everyone to Brisbane to play the Broncos, to play the Dolphins, come home, then potentially go back to Brisbane next week. It just makes no sense whatsoever. No, not at all. So and that's it, mate. Yeah, it wasn't rocket science. Sit here and preach depth and all that sort of stuff, year in, year out, and well, <laughs> on a very tough season for the Stales, it's a bit of a silver lining. Like, well, at least the depth argument held up. I just wish my team was going better to, yeah. to capitalise on it. Unfortunately, we're not, but... Uh, anyway, and, and like, it is frustrating for people up the point into the rankings, but as far as I'm concerned, good luck to anyone that's saved trades. Yeah, it's part of the game. It's the same as during Origin. You know you're going to have to be prepared for that. And the other thing, like, anyone who does have 17 this week, it's meant that they've probably spent an extra 60K on not getting enough and they might have bought someone like Russell from the Dragons who yep. could punch about 50 or a player who they go you know what I'll sacrifice this 50k not get greedy just have a player down the line and yeah and go. realistically if you don't have trades this week you've wasted them at some point I know I have fuck I brought in Tyrell Sloan twice I brought in Nick Meany <laughs> for one week if I would have saved two boosts I could have picked another fucking 17 this week didn't I've only got the one trade but I don't know I just feel like people need to take a bit more accountability yeah a lot of finger pointing around I'm with you mate which I don't like it's not what blokes about. Not at all. Yeah, until I lose accountability. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cracker on Monday, by the way. Yeah, that's funny shit. Yeah, I've been but practicing the chicken dance all week. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's going to be a treat. All right, uh, let's have a look at our weekly winners. And in no shock to anyone, I haven't got up on my screen yet. Uh, I have got those hats. They have arrived, so they will be coming out this week. I will be sending them this week. So I would say you will have them next week, your hat and your football coming your way mate people very lucky i actually managed to find some blue ones mate that's awesome one of the great winning names this week beers and breakhams group winner daryl carrigan <laughs> that, <laughs> two hats <laughs> that is outstanding rory 1659 <laughs> points that's such a good name that's the best of the year <coughs> I don't remember any others, but I will not forget that one. Yeah. That's a chicken dinner. How, yeah. good, what, how much did he score, sorry? 16.59. Good God. That's an enormous week. Tell him he's dreaming. He, so he was round, He was second overall uh, in Supercoach this week. Wow. So okay. Awesome. Good stuff from him. And the... Yeah, how are we looking overall? Overall, we've got... Here come the Bears, Glenn, who actually reached out to me yesterday uh, and had a bit of a yarn and, and said... Said cheers for the content, and he, I think he said he might have been whacked a little bit hard. Uh, you mentioned you as well. You mentioned you, oh, Rue. Cool. Yeah, you got to start. So cheers, Glenn. He, Glenn is in fourth. He's only about eighty odd off the lead. Sorry, uh, he's in fourth overall in overall, Supercoach. Yeah. Okay. So and leading our comp. Leading our comp. Sweet. So he's the one we'll be riding home. We'll be. The thing is, the way this week's panned out, someone could win it from deep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry, but that's how it should be. That's exactly how it should be. You should be able to have a red-hot crack from anywhere to win it. So, very, very exciting. Uh, who, who else is sort of at the top of our list, mate? Who else we is in We had a few drop-off last week. So, Dummy and Run, Aiden, yep. is in 11th. Uh, our man, Raging Pole, James, dropped to 13th. He had a bit of a stinker. Sombrero Kings, Daniel, 17. 12 years, let's gone. Evan, 18. He's been there about the whole season. So, 
plenty up there that could make a move this week with the right numbers and trades, but... Here come the Bears. He looks the, the best placed as it is. How good. Love that. Best of luck to all those guys. Obviously, $5,000 coming the way Ooh. of the winner from Blue Wealth Property. 5500 if you're an NRL club member. Now, I really hope Glenn isn't actually a real Bears fan because that could cost him five scunch here. He is. Oh, <laughs> you poor well, bastard. When he messaged me last night, I think his head's photoshopped onto an old North Sydney Bears player, so. <laughs> well, we'll talk to Tony. I reckon, without putting words in Tony's mouth, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, meets us halfway on counting the Bears. I reckon it's a fair If chance. not, we might take care of you. Yeah. So, uh, fingers crossed. Glenn, um, dummy and run. James, Daniel, how good. Best of luck to you all this weekend. All right. Let's get into the carnage, mate. Um, Teamless Tuesday. Normally, we sort of go through all the guys that are in in and out. Uh, if we were to go through all of them, we'd probably miss the games this weekend, though. <laughs> so I have sort of just narrowed it down to the real super coach relevant guys. Broncos v Storm Thursday night, seven fifty from Brisbane uh, for the Broncos. Obviously, a stack of guys rested. The relevant guys: Payne Haas, Reese Walsh. We don't own either of them. Either. Yeah, gun. How good. Cop we do that. own one of the back rollers, though. You do. Piacura. Piacura's in, baby. Yeah, that's a, that's a big little win for you guys. Jeez, I was happy about that. Yeah. Especially after him playing off the bench cost me a whole heap of points. I'm like, he has a chance for redemption. Yeah, it's a nice little grab there. That's nice. For the Melbourne Storm, uh, the guys missing that are super coach relevant. Money, Welsh, Grant, Hughes, Nass, Meany. Uh, Pappy's been named at one. He becomes very interesting this week. Uh, and the big one, Qatar. Held on. How yes, fucking good. That hurt. He... I wasn't surprised by any means because they're obviously trying to get minutes under his yep. belt following being out for five, six weeks. You'd just never be confident, though. No. So I, I'm praying that maybe there's a game day swap. Maybe Jack Howarth starts on the edge, Katoa to the bench. Better yet, Katoa out. But, I mean, you can only really rest a certain amount of players before you start digging into Harold Matt's side, can't you? You're 16. So, <laughs> mate, how's going to start? And he's tunning. Oh, please. Super coach poetry. Please. Um, let's uh, – now, a couple of could-be-anythings to watch in this game. Deloise Hoyter, I think he's a really good shot to snag a outside back spot next year with Herbie Farmworth leaving. Reports also that Corey Oates could be uh, hit the frog and toad as well. So, one to keep an eye on. I reckon they need more good outside backs, the Broncos. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're running short. Uh, Blake Moser in Jersey 14. Obviously, one to keep an eye on. It's going to be very relevant very soon. And in Jersey 18 is uh, Takura, who played in the trials this year. He is a big bit of gear. One to watch over the next few years. With all the these young blokes coming through, like... It'd be like Christmas Day for you. Every oh, other rugby league in Sydney going, oh, we've got no numbers and we don't know this place who gives a shit. This is it's Christmas Day. This is my group. Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm heaps into this. Uh, my could be anything last week was Farlongo. He gets to make his debut, which I cannot wait for. I would love to see him start in this game. But a kid to watch, I think he's going to be a superstar over the next few years. He's actually a born and bred Melbourne boy too. Oh, that's you don't see many of them, so he joins the got list a glimpse of, of him. Got a glimpse, glimpse of him pre-season and he was unreal. Yeah, oh, mate, he's been... Cutting it up in uh, Q Cup last few weeks. Been unbelievable. Jack Howarth is obviously the other one. It's been a long wait for Jack Howarth. Oh. Bit hard to work out what's going on, but he gets his opportunity now, so hopefully he takes it with both both hands. Yeah, he's on a fair wicket there as well, so... Yeah, I'm sure he's not complaining. Yeah, it'll be... Can't wait to have a look at him play. It'll be even better if we get to see him play 60-plus minutes. Yeah. 
No. Um, <laughs> and also, just keep an eye on Jersey 20. I don't think he'll play, but Keegan Russell-Smith, he was the 5'8 for the Panthers SG ball last year, went down to Melbourne, took a big chance to go down there. And, uh, yeah, good to see him on there. A good kid with a future, I think. Uh, Manly v Tigers, Friday, 6 p.m. Coming to you from Brookvale Oval. Manly, nothing really of note outside of... Cola heading for a 200. Uh, anything else to touch on with Manly, mate? You're forgetting about the bloke in Jersey 21. Who's 21? Sam Melifano. <laughs> a laid in for us. You've got him as Please. well, don't you? He's going to arrive at the ground on the Manly bus and leave on the Tigers bus. <laughs> He's called it a day. Um, mate, the big news probably comes out of the Tigs. No Johnny Bateman. Just, just quickly, Ferona's out there. Kepi and Ben Trebojevic. Yeah, the yep. spy is absolutely cheering about that. So good ones there. And John Bateman. That was, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming yeah. at all. It's really hurt. And well, then I, yeah. he's at about 50-odd percent ownership amongst top-ranked teams. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that hurts. You but don't have him? I don't. Yeah, I do. I didn't realise that. I, I just sort of passed my mind, but I thought he might have been 20% or something. Massive ownership. He's sort of... Um, he's been he, he's been up and down, but he's been down enough that he just got low enough that there wasn't much value. wasn't much sense in trading him. And he was always going to be a reliable enough score yes. if needed. Yes, yeah. So, and I mean, I think last week I had to play him. I think he got 63, 65 or something like that. So, I'm more yeah. than happy to take that. So, yeah, that hurts. Sean Bloor comes in on the edge. A couple of could-be-anythings. You talk about uh, Finu obviously arriving on the Manly bus, leaving on the Tigers bus. Uh, Josh Felity makes his debut for the West Tigers this week. Wish him all the very best. He was at the Manly Seagulls. Um, I think it was 2021. This is a pretty wild story. He was... I was talking to Josh about it last night, my younger brother. He was playing Harold Matz for Manly. And Josh was the goal kicker for the Roosters. And Josh had a really good year goal kicking, right? He came third overall in point scoring, I think it was, or something like that. This felony wasn't a goal kicker, and he topped the points scored for the season. Holy shit. Yeah, he had a very good Harold Matthews season. He played outside Latu Finer, and the two of them just carved it up. So he left Manly last year, played for the Tigers in SG Ball and in Flegg and stuff this year. Um, so now made his way to first grade. So shout out to Felody. It's been a long way to get there, but congratulations to him. The other one I'm very, very excited about is the 13, Matamua. Uh, we've both got pretty high wraps on him. Uh, t- Timmy's just ducked off camera to have a little cough. Not the first time he's choked this week, so good to see. Um, let's move to the Bunnies v Chooks, the oldest rivalry in rugby league. Friday, 8 p.m., coming to you from Homebush. Uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs, Blake Tuff named at fullback. I'll tell you what, if you made me guess who was going to be on the right wing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs for this game, I would have gone Tane, Ty Munro, Probably Tim Williams, then uh, Isaac Thompson. Isaac Thompson has come from the clouds, had an injury a few weeks ago. He's apparently back. And Ty Munro, I'm okay with it, but not even in the squad. I'd be safe around at the high ball in all three of them, mate. So if he wants to call me up, then Demetrio, you've got me number. You don't, but I can give it to you. <laughs> I can give it to you. Um, uh, yeah. Ty Munro, that was about 75% ownership amongst top-ranked teams. So pretty highly owned. Thought he was a sniff, but yeah. I, I do think that playing into this is, well, I mean, I don't know why he's not there at all, but no Luttrell, Taff in at fullback, to small back three, so you probably couldn't afford to run with Taff, Johnston and Munro. Yeah. If Luttrell was there, maybe you could have, but they needed a bit of size on, on the, the carries out of their own end. I, I genuinely thought with Taff going to Canterbury, I thought there was a chance that AJ might jump into fullback mm. and we might see uh, Ty, but... Not even in the squad. So I think if it wasn't a do-or-die game for their finals hopes against their oldest rivals, it might have been a different story, but yeah. it's a bi- as big a game as it gets for this club. Yeah, 100%. Uh, for the Chookies, Joey Manu has been named. Teddy's been named. Billy Smith has been named. Uh, Manu. 
uh, must-win game. I mean, games don't come bigger than this for South Sydney, don't come much bigger than this for the Chooks either. I I feel confident in saying that if it wasn't South Sydney to make the finals, Manu would be not playing this week. Mm. But with it all on the line, why not? Well, I think the Kiwis coach would be filthy, but... I think any other... Yeah, he would be. Any other... Just... I think regardless of who the club is, the Roosters are playing for top eight. Yep. So, as Andrew Fisio came out in his potty, potty during the week and said, it was earlier in the year, no, like he doesn't play because of the aggravation, but what's he going to do? Yep. Get injured, they lose. I suppose they could win, he gets injured, and then he's not available next week, but they need to win. So Yeah, I think um, the point that Kempi was making on Monday is just the risk that you lose him five minutes in. He's a shorter player, yeah. but I don't know. For a player like Joey Manu, I it's probably a risk I'd be willing to take. Back so, end of the season. So it's, it'll be interesting how the bench does line up because I don't see any obvious cover for him there. Well, I think, unfortunately, it'll probably be Drew. Drewy Hutchinson. He'll come in He'll come in for Sandon, you'd imagine, if Manu plays. Cause then, if Manu plays. Because then Drewy can cover Cheese at nine to give him a spell, but also play centre. Because you have to have cover for Manu if he plays. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I reckon if he plays and he's there, I, I reckon that they will run as no. They, they, they might bring injury. You might be right. I mean, that, well, there's no one who will go to centre if he does his hammy. Manu, Angus, mm. Wong. They've got a few guys there can, that can cover. It. And like, yeah, Drew might be a better option, but is he that much better than Wong and That's Angus? centre though. I'd be putting. He hasn't been good at centre. Yeah, I'd be putting Drew on the bench. I mean, yeah. I mean, they, they, they've been playing Brandon Smith for huge minutes anyway. Yeah, actually played re- really well on, on the weekend. Cheese to his credit. So you might be right, but yeah, hopefully Manu is able to get through that one. Uh, let's move to Super Saturday. We've got the Finns and the Waz from Suncorp for the Dolphins. Nothing really to touch on here. Tafare as the 18th man. I'm sure he's one that people would have hoped to potentially get one there. Mm. Uh, Warriors, hello, talk to me, mate. How? You would have had the biggest rock on the planet when this team yeah, was Yeah, little out. guru had some movement. Oh. Pretty happy. Jeez, good. like, I'm obviously going to get into it. No Torhu, who you lost, but most of us have got him anyway. AFB out, Chans out, Dallin out, SJ out, Egan out. Holy... Not surprising they rested players, but to this extent... This was just the big one, wasn't it? Yeah, for sure. This was huge. And I was under the impression that they were going to rest in-game like they did with Jackson Ford last mm. week. But to me, that just seems stupid. It's For me, I think I think people underestimate the Warriors, how much travelling they have to do and how... Mate, even when we were doing those bloody country tours at the start of the year, how exhausting is it travelling every weekend? It just knocks you around. I think Ooh. people sleep on it heavily. You'd never left the region of Mascot. Mate, so. I've never seen the other side of Anzac Parade. <laughs> I was terrified. I'd take my passport. Tough work for you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I yeah, I mean, surprising to the extent, I guess. But I'm really not surprised the Warriors rested, guys. So happy with how that has played out. Um, Jackson Ford on the bench, mate. I had him in my draft side last week. He came on and played 50 minutes and scored 47. He went berserk for that 50 minutes. So I reckon if you've still got Ford, he'll still do okay this week. Uh, the other little win there was Billy Army on the bench. A lot of people have been holding him all year. So that can give you a little extra num- yeah. number there. So little win there. I don't have him. You don't have him. He's a name that I don't think we've ever mentioned this year. But I know people out there do have him for his duel. Uh, so, yeah, that's <laughs> going to leave – not only will it leave people short to me, but it's going to leave, I assume, a lot of people at the top short, which is fantastic for us. Oh, yeah. 
Unreal for us. Um, all right, let's move to the Penrith Panthers and the Cows. Penny Panthers, essentially full strength here, minus Luai, Mitch Kenny. Uh, Isaac Tungo's on the extended, but essentially full strength here, which is great to see. Cowboys, nothing to really note here. Not much there, mate. I think the only one to talk about is if the Broncos beat the Storm, wrap up the minor premiership, do Penrith rest any, do you think? Or do you think they run out as named? My mail is that they're looking to make a statement this Saturday. As a Brian Toto owner, that is wonderful news. Yeah, I'm pretty confident they all play. And Toto especially, after having a spell two weeks ago. Yeah. I reckon you can lock Toto in. Less good news as a Scott Drinkwater owner, but Drinky last yeah. week was one that I was like, mate, I need you to go be against the Dolphins because I'm expecting like 40 in this game. So yeah. I'm like, you know what, even if you go shit, I got my points last week, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the Dragons v Knights, it is the late game Saturday night. The Dragons... Um, Nice little win here. If you if you held or if you just didn't have the trades to get rid of Jack DeBellin, I reckon he's going to come in here and play big minutes. So I reckon he'll be a 60 mm. to 70 point player for you this week. And uh, Ben Murdoch Masilla, uh, who has probably been one of the great pains in the ass all year. He'll get points you this take week. It. He won't screw your loop. So, so be it. Take and that will take the 20. Yep. Uh, for the Knights, obviously out. Kalen Ponga out injured slash rested, whatever you want to call it. Gagai. Frizzell, Phoenix, all rested. Hastings also not featuring in this one. Um, probably the biggest... Obviously, KP's big here, but he was injured, so so bad. Gagai's probably the big resting here. I heard you uh, give me give me a little sledge on your show last night. Yeah, when yeah. I... Thought I wasn't you, listening, eh? You're going to have to know. Rabbit ears, gurus, hears them all, okay, mate? Mate, the reason you're beating me is because you listen to my podcast. I know you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Please. The big one on this... When I was going through the team list and I saw Dallin out, I'm like, oh, Guru's dodged another one on me. Yeah. Got down to Gaga and I went, thank Christ for that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the big one on this team seat, number 22, David Armstrong. Yeah. Fullback um, winger. I was going through the bench. I'm like, please be an outside back for a potential Marju resting. Went through like Orion, Keeley, and I knew who the others were and I knew none of them were outside backs. Got to David Armstrong. I'm like, if he's a forward, then Marju's playing. Got to Armstrong, he was a fullback winger. Done a bit of damage as well in this one. He's been playing very good. They they are absolutely stacked for fullbacks at the moment, um, the Newcastle Knights. So, yeah, I wouldn't rule him out. If I had to put money on who he comes in for, I reckon it would be more likely to be Lockie Miller at fullback, though. Miller's leaving at the end of this season, I believe. Why play, take Supercoach out of this, why play Marju? Just rest him. He's he's, He's hardly missed a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like Lockie Miller, at least he gets a they, they brought him in from the Sharks, screwed him over because of the Ponga experiment, sent him back to Intercell's Cup after killing it. Surely he deserves a farewell. Yeah, this, this is where I find it interesting because I believe, and people that have watched uh, Newcastle um, closer than I have, I actually think that he's that um, Armstrong might, might have been getting reps over Miller as right. well. So I reckon he's a legitimate chance to come in and... They, they've got some real quality fullbacks coming through the club at the moment in Newcastle Knights. So. I, w- I will say one thing. It sounds like KP will be good to go for finals, but he does have a shoulder injury. If there's any doubt over that, Miller, who's been there and done it, you think he'd be the one that comes in finals? Yeah, for sure, for finals, I think so. So surely yeah, they yeah, get yeah. the run. I, I, I don't think Armstrong plays this weekend, is my vibe. 
Oh, and he plays on the wing for Greg Marcia. Of course you do. Wonder why. Um, yeah, so Miller at one, Marcia on the wing there. That'll be an interesting one. Uh, obviously, a couple of could be anything. David Armstrong's one we spoke about. The other name you mentioned there, Oren Kennedy, second row forward. Very talented. Tough as nails. Very typical Newcastle back rower. So, uh, obviously, Lockie Fitzgibbon. He was named on the extended as well, I believe. Um, he's leaving the club at the end of the season. Yeah. So they've got a few guys there that could make a move over the next few years. Uh, 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon, we've got the Titans taking on the Doggies. For the Titans, AJ Brimson at fullback, 10-0-13. Moffat Awaker back in the side. Uh, the thing that caught my attention to me is the Titans' bench. Kinney, Leeming, Stimson, Alec. Whether it stays like that or not, I do not know. But Tino in particular, um, I think we could see 70-plus minutes here. I think he's due a rest. Of course you do. Give him a spell. Uh, so, yeah, very interesting bench there. Uh, I mentioned AJ Brimson. I think he's the guy that I'm going to bring in this week with my final trade. I'm going to bring him in for KP, which will leave me with a tick under a million dollars sitting in my bank to finish the season. That's so insane. Absurd. absurd, yeah. It's just because I went down to DCE, down to Cola, down to Brimo. Mm. It's just freed up a heap of fucking coin. So this is where shame on me, as I said at the start. No sympathy, but shame on me for not saving an extra trade. Could have made a huge move. Oh, mate. Can't win them all. Shouted for you. Can't win them all. Uh, For the doggies, uh, no real changes here. No (laughs) Tevita Pangai Jr. will not be given a farewell game. Um, Sort of is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Unfortunate, but... uh, Just won't wait for it all to to end, but... Whatever. You sort of make your own bed to some extent, but fuck, such such a talented player going to waste there. You might go belts and blokes heads in for a year in the box ring, then come back and get another 500k a year. So. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. He's almost definitely going to get another 500k a year. Um, or a man of steel. No, Jacob two. Preston either, who Ads was saying last mm. night on the podcast, that I was, he had served his two-week suspension, but I think he had a few niggles that he'd been carrying pretty well the whole season, but had yeah. to play through them because of the doggy's injury crisis. Uh, I think they went and just did whatever the surgery was or clean-up was a few weeks ago, which made sense. So. Good call. The yeah. Cougar. Um, let's move to the Sharkies v. The Raiders playing for a home final next week. This will be an absolute cracker for the Sharkies. A big in, Nico Hines. Neither of us own him, but I'm scared. Both sold him last week. Yes, certainly scared. I mean, probably plays because I think the Sharkies will be playing for a... At least a home final, if nothing mm. else. So, he might not kick goals. This is not based on anything other than Trindle hits him really well and Nico had a quad injury that... A quad niggle that kept him out last week. So, maybe Trindle kicks goals. But yeah, anyone that does have Nico, because a handful would have sold off last week, is already starting to drop in ownership. He might be in pod range, but big game for him. He needs to step up. I've just got a bit of mail that Nico is 100% playing this weekend. There is no doubt about it whatsoever. He is 100% oh. playing and he will do well. So What could go wrong? Best of luck to all of you out there. 100% playing. He's going to kill it. <laughs> so fingers crossed. Uh, for the Raiders, Corey Horsby, season done. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You'd have to think so, wouldn't you? Oh, I'll be back for the grand final. Grand final. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Imagine Big Red off a four-week spell <laughs> running onto the side. That'd be fucking mad. Um, Papa Lee also gone, which is a real stinger. Very good signs for Joe Tappanay, though. I've sort of been stung by him a little bit throughout this season in draft, but as you said pre-show, has to be good things, right? He had, pl- playing 
could be playing for top eight spot, pending yeah. how results pan out. But he'll he's got to play big minutes. Taps, I think they if at at the very least, I think the Raiders will be playing for a home final. So with no Papali'i, no Big Red, yeah, great great news for Taps. Now, mate, we've obviously got Howarth, Farlongo, these sort of guys, but I do remember sitting here on this show with you last year talking about a kid coming off the bench for the Penrith Panthers. I was excited about Hopgood. Mate, there's a very similar player coming off the bench for you this week. He Could could he start? I, I reckon they'd probably go with Mariotta in the 13 now to start, but Puru, who is in jersey 17 for the Canberra Raiders. You might remember in the preseason, uh, we sat here on Bloke in a Bar and there was a halfback at the Sharkies that really impressed us in the trials. That's his brother. They both come from Penrith. He's been playing huge minutes in New South Wales Cup. He can play 13, can play a bit of six, can play nine. I think 13 is his spot. It's going to be hard for him to get into this Raiders side next year because you're so stacked. But geez, if you want to turn Corey once again into just an out-and-out front row forward, I reckon this kid could do such a good job in 13 for you. Yeah, and at the very least, if you're good enough, there's always going to be a bench spot. Yep. You'll always find a bench spot for a player. We've got a good pack, but you can always find one. Now, in terms of the weekend... Yeah, they also may say, like, bring in... Pasami Solo probably comes into the side. He yep. might start at prop and taps could play lock. Yep. But Peru, possibly. Yeah, I, I think just being so early on in his career, he'll just play off the bench. But, geez, small bench, Tommy Stahulli and Croker. Well, that's the other thing. If you Like, yes. I assume he's going to run with Jared Croker, right? Last game. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, actually. I don't know. I, I, I probably I, think I don't, he will. I don't. I don't really Surely without Corey Horsburgh and Josh Papali, can you afford to run with a winger and a... I think not. Second hooker, yeah. And then Croak, in terms of utility value, I love the bloke, but he comes on, he'll, he can play centre or wing. Yeah, and even wing could be a fucking stretch. Yeah, so, I, so I don't know. I don't love him. I think starting more bench, starting more out of the 17. Yeah, but a kid to watch over the next few years, I think he's going to do very, very well for the Raiders. I hope they hold on to him because I think he could uh, turn into something special down there. All right, they are our team list done and dusted. Should we have the captaincy conversation this week, mate? Yeah, we, because people are either out of trades or you know they might have one bloke locked into their sites. No one has sit fee starts decisions yep. this week. If you do... The good spy. luck to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the spy. So, Caps is the big one. So, let, let's do it. Now, I just had a look at the uh, NRL.com website, and there's a banner at the top, NRL Unleashed in Vegas, and it says, you in? Oh, I'm very keen. Don't know if we're very going yet. Very But I'm interested. Yeah. Imagine our round one super coach from uh, live, Vegas. Live from MGM Grand. <laughs> live Vegas. from the MGM Grand. Pierce and break evens. Oh, we'd be dressed up as uh, Tom Cruise and Rain Man. We'd have a great time. Oh, geez, that'd be good fun. It'll be interesting next year, that round, because that round one, that's essentially going to go over two weeks, isn't it? I believe, yeah. So round zero is going to be those two games, and then yeah. those teams will have the buy in round one, which will be six games. <laughs> it's a long time to sit on a VC decision. <laughs> Very intriguing to see. Well, do I take Tommy Turbo's 150 or not? Very mm. intriguing to see how they, how they do that. Yeah, I'm Oh, not. that'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be unreal. Um, captains, let's stay focused. You've captains. Lost me. I'm gone now. I've yeah. just, I'm just picturing the boys at MGM Grand in the pool, sinking scoos. Ask Kempi, Maddie, Tom and Eddie would be over there. Hammy would be over there. I love Tom and Eddie, but I'm not sure I could survive a week in Vegas with those boys. You know what I was saying the other day? It would have been really interesting. Obviously, you've got Souths that are going there. You've got Brisbane that are going there. 
Apparently, I'm the stand-in Chooks fan. Um, and from what I heard, the Raiders were very close to going there because obviously Las Vegas' team is the Las Vegas Raiders. So it would have been mad if it was all four of us. Oh, that would have been mad. I mean, they've brought Manly in, which is a pretty good win with Tom and Eddie, but... I'm more than happy to shift to the Roosters if it means someone <laughs> pays for my trip to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I will It'll promote, be a red, white and blue for money. I will sell my soul to get a trip to Vegas. <laughs> I love that. All right, captains this week. We'll sort of go game by game and talk about options there, if I guess. Any options, yep. So Bronco Storm, if you're trading in Pappy, maybe a VC. Not for me, but it's the, I think he's the best option out of everyone there. Spy made a good point last night, and I sort of said to him, you couldn't do Pappy. Like, he comes in and the Storm of... The reserve grade side's a bit harsh because it's not that far off, but you look at the halves of Nikarima, Wishart, Garlic at nine, and the amount of players they have out. I'm like, just there'll be no combinations there. It can't really work. And then Spy made the point, yeah, well, he's also playing in a reserve... It's right, Pappy hasn't playing in a reserve grade game. Yeah. I went, I see that logic. Yeah. If you're going to spend over 900k in him as your final trade of the season... You have to. Surely you have a bit of fun in VC. You have to. You're yeah. stu- well, if, you're, if you're training him in and not fucking VCing him, what, what are you doing? Yeah. You'll also... You, you, you'll know updates. You, you'll be in the box seat. Yeah. Do it, 100%. Um, not for me. Uh, Friday, oh, there's a few that are for me here. Seagulls v. the West Tigers coming here from Brookvale Oval. I have DCE. What's that? You're going to go, you go Morgan Harper. <laughs> I got DC. I've got Cola. Um, I'm actually leaning towards a Cola BC here. He's my little pod play. I think he's owned by a very low percentage of idiots. So um, I'm very, very tempted by him. I went to the Raiders game on Saturday night in Canberra and I was driving back Sunday listening to this game on the radio, the, the Manly and the Bulldogs. I brought in DCE and he had a really slow first half and just all I heard, I knew you brought Cola in, I heard Cola this, Cola that, Cola. I just went, oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Fortunately, the DCE stuff offset it a bit. The other thing that offset it in the most minute amount was that you were like the only owner of him out there, yeah. you and Matty Broom. Yeah. So, mate, at his ownership, holy shit, if he can go big for you, yeah, he's very, very interesting. So, Cola, he'll probably be my VC. Obviously, DC, Goldkinev is very appealing, but I've got another halfback that I think I want to captain later. Uh, Dolphins, Waz. Did we say Voldemort's name here? Well put. He has been Voldemort. He's been our Voldemort. Season, hasn't yeah. he? To his credit, he just keeps getting it done. Jermaine Osaka. Yeah. What a season he's had. Yeah, yeah 23 tries in a team. You know, in a fucking... First season of existence in a yeah. team not making the top eight for a guy that wasn't in first grade last year. And yeah, and to his credit, he he hasn't doesn't just turn up when they go big or whatever. It's almost like the worst they go, he manages yeah, the to be the score as well. So credit to Jaman Asako. And I mean, why not? Why not a VC at home, final game of the season? Bennett, he'll get him up for he'll it. He'll get him up. Yeah. It's still a very good Warriors team. But it's also a very... Just a lot of new combos, team. though. Yeah, so, look, even if I had him, I probably wouldn't do it, but I can see why you'd be tempted. Yeah. Um, uh, you missed the Bunnies and Roosters also. I did too. Bunnies v Roosters, that's a Friday night game. Not an overly important one, so you can understand why I skipped it. <laughs> um, uh, I've got Teddy. I've got Walker. Probably not guys I'm looking at realistically. Anyone else worth chucking up? Yeah, I mean, look, I've got... The uh, just memories of 2020 in my mind. Mm. Final round of the season, this exact same fixture. Oh. And Cody Walker broke the Supercoach record and scored 200. Do it. So there, Don't be a 
No Latrell Mitchell. I did crunch the numbers, if I can find them here. It was Cody Walker without Latrell this season. Uh, now, I don't have him exactly in front of me, but he averaged something about 67 uh, in the five games without him. So I was like, yeah, so be it. I think Cody Walker can finish with a bang, but look, mate, I've been, I've just been so disappointed week in, week out with the bunnies and all that that inner turmoil that's coming out of the club and shit hitting the fan. I'm like, it's just getting louder, it's just getting worse. So I, it's not like they're coming in hot or, or I, there's just bad vibes coming out of the club. Yeah. And you know, sometimes that can turn into a real siege mentality. Yeah, but I'm not feeling it here. So yeah, I look, I I think. He's a genuine vice-captaincy play because there's upside. If the Bunnies do turn up, they have to turn up. Couldn't be a bigger game. You know what? Uh, as I just said, like sometimes this stuff can turn into a siege mentality, but, geez, if you're coming in with a siege mentality, the one guy I'd want in my camp, Sam Burgess. <laughs> yeah. I had to oh, pick anyone God. maybe ever. Probably Sam Burgess. You'd probably so. play him in your 17 as well. Oh, God, how good would that be? Yeah. I'd buy him. So... Look, I actually don't mind Cody Walker, but if you're doing it, it has to be a VC. I wouldn't be seeing him because there could be a 40 in there. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Um, Teddy doesn't tempt you a little bit? No, I, I prefer Kohler over Teddy. Um, all right, let's have a look at the Panthers and the Cowboys. Uh, obviously, Nath Cleary, very appealing here. I personally think the Panthers at home, they're playing everyone when they don't need to. I think they make a big statement here and... Um, you know, you know, I saw something on, on Twitter yesterday, I think it was, that DCE had an interview in the morning about um, how he wanted his kangaroos jersey back. And within an hour, Nathan Cleary changed his display picture to a picture of him in his kangaroos kit. You're kidding. I fucking love that mentality. Yeah, He's, he's a motherfucker, <laughs> Nathan. I reckon he goes nuts here. And you know what? Wow. I just know that after I had Nathan Cleary in draft and the week I'm out, I know he's going to fucking kill it this week. Yeah. Just, just to kick me in the dick one last time. Well, look. Paramount don't lose. Paramount, Penrith don't lose two in a row. Yeah, they they're going to go into the finals with momentum. So, mate, clear is the obvious one this week. I, I think as well, like being the last regular home game. If they win this, they will. They'll know before this if they're going to. If they win this, if they get the minor premiership as well, I reckon they will decorate this as you know critters farewell, and I reckon they'll yeah. be up for this one. Penrith, they'll be ready to go. They've also. Luai, it's got to be good news for that right edge of Critter and Toto. I think so. For sure, yeah. Um, okay, uh, Saturday, 7.30, got the Dragons Knights. No one jumps out to me here. Anything for you? Nah, God, no. Even, no. like, Marju doesn't need KP by any means, but, like, he'd be very capital if KP was playing, but he's not, so I just, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to leave it. Um, Titans. Also, also, hard to captain a boat that's not playing. <laughs> Titans Bulldogs Sunday 2pm uh, I'm going to bring in AJ Brimson So he becomes appealing to me But I, I think I would have already gone Kohler and Nath by that point But I think yeah. him If you're looking for a safe play Which I think is very cowardly At this point of the year Tino I think he should still do well But I think this weekend All things considered You should be going for Upside upside Which brings us to <laughs> Corey Fifi Waddell. <laughs> Corey Waddell. Uh For feeder uh, pretty quiet last week against the Melbourne Storm, but the Melbourne Storm do what the Melbourne Storm do best, take away your best strike weapon. Canterbury Bulldog, not as noted for taking away your best strike weapon. Really good play for Feeder. Yeah. I suppose just being the final game of the season, like 
Does he definitely get his eighty? I, I think they just. I, I think those boys are just go. Just let us play footy. They just, just play. Go. Let's put a score on. Yeah, we, we've got rep games coming in six weeks of a spell. Let's just go. I. You have a look at especially the way they finished the season last year. TNA played absurd minutes to finish last season. I just. I reckon. I reckon at at home, especially in front of their home crowd against the Bulldogs. I reckon they're going to put on a score. The Bulldogs are in absolute fucking turmoil at the moment. I reckon the Titans win big, and I reckon they have fun and yeah. let loose. For feed, uh, is probably going to be my the ace up my sleeve in yep. in the clash with you. Yeah, being like later that. on in the round, if we if it doesn't pan out in my favour early on, and I just need that hail mary, I might just yeah, say feed up my sleeve and hope he bags three. If you're a draft player this weekend, uh, this is the game I'd be targeting. I'd be fine. There, there's got to be Titans sitting on your waiver wire, whether it's your JoJo Fafitas of the world or whoever it might be. These are the guys that I would be trying to nab for this week. Um, last game of the week, Sharks, Raiders. The obvious one here is Nico Hines. How are you feeling about it? You've probably got a better grasp than anyone. <sighs> better before Papa in and Horsburgh ruled out. I mean, luckily we've got some depth in the forwards. But I'm also meant from a yet. Nico point of view. Oh, Nico. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I wouldn't captain him just because a I'm not sure that he kicks goals. Look, it, we, we'll hopefully know by the weekend because there'll be footage coming out or pictures or something of him kicking goals at training if he's you think maybe. But I mean, a if he's a laid out, you're gonna have to change to someone in this game, so you're gonna end up captaining Ronaldo Mulitalo. That'd be fun. Mm. And like I say he's not definitely he. He probably plays, but not guaranteed, especially if there's not a heap on the line for it. Goal kicking, chance of aggravation. I, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks, but, you know, we've been down this road before, haven't we? I just think in a game when Nico Hines is under an injury cloud and it's the last game of the week, we've been here before, we've haven't been here we? Before. And he went 180. So Felt like that was about three years ago, that conversation. It felt like yesterday for me. I feel like I'm still living in that conversation. Um, the DMs you get daily about it. <laughs> I I wouldn't be doing it. I, I'd I be going someone else. I think it's too risky. But God, he could at Shark Park if it if it all goes well. If it, if he ticks every box and he kicks and they kill it, dude, you could jump up and, there. And look, it's all it's all situational dependent, like circumstantial. You know, you might be sitting one fiftieth overall. And you might be having a scorcher of a week by the end of Saturday night or Saturday Arvo and be going, you know what? I've got 17 players. I need something big. Yeah. And you just do it. Yeah. Depends what you're playing for. Well, that's I, I, I personally don't think it's a bad play for you to save your VC and captain until Sunday where you've got Fafita and Hines and see how the weekend plays out. Yeah. And if you think you need an astronomical score to get, you know, to make a big move or to win a head-to-head... Either could be your play, but then you could go VC for feeder into high and C, which I think both of them will be pretty yep. pod captains. Yeah. So something to consider there. Fun Sunday to round out the season. Oh, it'd be an unreal Sunday to finish the season. Uh, Joe Tapane is the other one. As you said, Papali'i, Corey Horsburgh out. He should play big minutes. Him and Tino are pretty much the same dude this weekend, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Good but options. J- but j- just that bit bit high uh, try scoring potential with Tino. Yeah. So like, of the two, 100% Tino. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, as you know, Paddy and George from Mortgage Trace SCW can help you with a number of things from wedding finance to debt consolidation. But one of their biggest services is education, especially when it comes to first home buyers looking to get into the market. 
The boys have let me know that with the new financial year coming into play, that the government has released a heap of new incentives to make it so much easier for first home buyers to actually buy their first place. If you want to know more about these and how much you can borrow in general, go and speak to them. Usually it'd sting you $129, but if you mention SC Playbook, it's a free consult. Speaking of education, the boys' new podcast, That'll Teacher, is now officially up and running. The first episode, episode I should say, on top tax tips is a cracker. Definitely one that I've learned a bit from. Had to listen to it the other day. Uh, got a stack from it. So go and give them a listen. Look them up on Apple and Spotify at That'll Teacher. Uh, guys, to get in contact, flip them a message on Instagram at Pat and George underscore SCW or call them on 02-9521-1611. All that info plus their emails and more are in our articles at scplaybook.com.au. All right. Now, what we're going to do just before we finish off, we're going to sort of just go position by position. Uh, we've had a brief look at it over the last 24 hours or so, but we are just going to sort of vibe it out live for the last 15, 20 minutes, myself and Timmy. We're going to go through every single position uh, and just find players that interest us this weekend or that we think will be the top scorer. I cannot point out enough to you guys that this will be a pretty vibey little chat. Uh, so we're going to go position by position, go to filter, and essentially go selected to play. Where are we starting from, mate? You want to start at hooker? Hooker. Every good Saturday night starts there. Uh, <laughs> Damien Cook, Blake Braley, Reed Marnie, Reese Robson, Croker, Cody Nicarima. Heap of options there. I'm just reading down the list. Obviously, no Harry Grant. I would open this conversation by saying, if you are using a final trade, Hooker would not be the spot I'd be using it. What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not there. And it's funny, if I've got <clears throat> oh, that Harry Grant resting, what I'd have given for that to have happened any other week as someone who... One of the rare few who had a backup hooker being Blake Braley. Yeah. One one mistake I made in the back end of the season, I invested a little bit too heavy on the Sharks because I think they played that third major buy round and I just ended up with like Mulitalo and yeah. Ramian as a bit of a pod and I had Braley and every time I need to play them, they seemingly go shit and when I don't, they turn up. Um, but against the Raiders in a, a pretty big game, I've got half the freaking Shark side yeah. going for me. Um not a lot of great hooker uh, options there, are there? I mean, are we sleeping on the top-scoring hooker of last week, Lockie Croker? How good's that? It, and it was the first time he hasn't played 80 minutes in fucking ages. He played... Did or didn't? Did he didn't. Yeah, that's um, what I was going to say. I, I actually would have said with that matchup, maybe Croker, but because Gordy was there, he's yeah. there again. He's there again, yeah. Final game of the season. He probably just doesn't get huge... Oh, he get decent minutes, but... He's... Yeah. Has Nicarima been named or not? Yeah, he's been named, Cody. Yeah, what, he's what, what, which position is 5'8 this, this week? Maybe Nicarima? Maybe Nicarima. I, I still think Damien <coughs> Cook is the best option out of those for this week. Yeah. Um, even Chrissy Randall's been, been going pretty good as well. But I'd go Cook. Please don't waste a trade on. I just think it's very sideways going Harry Grant to Cook. Go for the upside this week, I think. In other, in other positions? Yeah. 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 All right, front row forward. Um, <coughs> the two at the top of this list is Tapanay and Tino. I love both of them. I think they're both guns, similar to Hooker. I probably wouldn't be... I, I would trade in someone that can go 150 this week, but if you're going to go anyway, yeah. it'd have to be one of those two. Definitely one of those two. I don't mind Tino as a trade-in, okay. just because he's not enormous ownership. I yep. think there is upside there. Late season game against soft opposition at home. He It just reeks him pulling a double out of his ass. You mentioned the bench they had. They could play big minutes. 
I don't mind Tino as a trade in this week. The other two that I thought went really well last week, uh, Toff Sipley for the Manly Seagulls. Good matchup this week at home. He killed it. A lot of middles out. I wouldn't be doing it. But uh, the other one I thought was fantastic last week, mate, was Tommy Flegler. He's been named captain this week with Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, arrested, and all those guys. Yeah. He had a line break last week, to be fair. Scored 79, but he was going great guns. Still wouldn't be doing it. Mm. Second row forward, if you don't own for feeder, this is where it starts for me of going, he's a guy that you could trade in this week. Definitely. Yeah. The only thing is that if you're going to trade <laughs> for feeder in this week, who are you going to move on to him? It's probably Johnny Bateman, which means you're going to need... Two or three hundred k in your bank to be able to do yeah. it, so it is going to be hard to get to him unless you got jewels. Obviously, uh, the other one I don't mind, mate, Olakwato. Ooh, he's a cheeky it's one. Not this bad, week. yeah. Especially DCE. if you're already a DCE owner, I mm. probably should start to consider that a little bit more. Um, one to think about. Obviously, Tapene and Tino, they are dual positions, so you can get them. But is there anyone else that sort of jumps out to you this weekend? I like, you know, you could go. Isaiah Yo or Scotty Sorensen. Scotty Sorensen's interesting. Yep. The issue becomes an early rest, yep. especially for Yo. But Scotty Sorensen's a, a very genuine option there. He will be running off Cogger now, not Luai. I don't really know what that does for him, like if it's better or worse. <laughs> yeah. It's such a unique edge, that Penrith left edge, and the way Luai plays that it's hard to sort of... It could easily work out better for him. Yep. Just because Luai jumps and darts all yeah. over the place and turns blokes under. He might just run a hard line and it could work off off Cogger. But I don't yeah, I don't mind Sorensen as a play. Yeah. So a few options there. Um yeah. half back. I think if you're gonna trade in a half back this weekend, I think it has to be DCE. Yeah, I think so. There's most people got Cleary as it is. Uh you could also Adam Clune went big last week. Fuck off. <laughs> Why not actually, if you had, if you got two trades up the sleeve, just get the clune Marju combination. <laughs> I'll say this, Adam Clune, back in the day when he used to play for the Dragons, mm. he had a season in New South Wales Cup where he had about 30 tries. He was on fire. If you go back and watch the highlights from that year, I reckon 75% of his tries were this giant right-to-left cutout ball, which I'm hoping comes back to haunts the Dragons this week. Yeah, oh. You know Adam Clune, when he was younger, he was like a touch football prodigy. Really? Like he was the guy in that age group. He's pretty deceptively quick. Well, clean. when he was younger, he used to be very yeah. quick. Yeah. So there was, um, I think, him and Jacko Hastings and would Ryan Pappenhausen be their age? I want to say he was in that touch side too. They had a very gun side. But, but Clune was the guy at that yeah. age. So very interesting. Um, mate, what about this as a little smoky at halfback? Sam Walker. 71 last week, scored a try. If Ches wasn't so appealing, I would say potentially, but this Bunnies, Rabbit, Bunnies and Roosters clash could just be a dog fight. Like, yep. we know, like we saw what happened week on the finals last year. This, I mean, there's no worry at Hargreaves, so that tones it down a little bit, but it could just be a bloodbath. It probably should be a bloodbath. And, and little 45 kilo Sammy Walker, he could be snapped in half by 20 minutes. In yeah, he plays well above his weight, though, <laughs> Sammy Walker. I love Sammy Walker. I just, if I was getting a half, I, I think it's got to be Chez. And the fact that Chez is at such low ownership as well, yeah. I um I just spent a couple of seconds. Oh, yeah, so what, in that game last year. What, was that game last year, the bloodbath? That, that was a final, wasn't it? Week one of finals. Oh, okay, so no point looking up his... Super good. So that's from that game. Good. Um, so, yeah, DCE, I think he is the obvious one there. But if you don't have Nath Cleary and you can trade him in, say if you're like a Jerome Hughes owner, 
Would you go with Cleary or DCA? I'd go with or, DCA. Or, or if you don't have Nico. If you're a, <laughs> let's say you're a Sean Johnson, Jerome Hughes owner. Let's say you got two try. Uh, if you were to order those halfbacks one to three, which one would you bring in first out of Hines, Cleary, DCA? I'd go DCA just because of his ownership levels. Yep. But if I'm going like who top scores this week, I'm probably going Cleary, DCE, Hines. How good's that to have three goal kicking halfbacks yeah. with good matchups available? Yeah. It's awesome. That's fucking sick. But just because Cleary is so highly owned, if I was like, if I was bringing something this week, like, yeah, it's round 27, that'd be a bit fun. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at five eights. Uh, <laughs> Cody Walker. position because high scoring position. No Caitlin Pong or friend who's got him there. Yep. No Cam Munster. Ugh. Yeah, there's a, there's a few missing there. Yep. Very interesting. Uh, Cody Walker is probably the first name that jumps out to me. As I've said, I will be going with AJ Brimson. He's my pick of the bunch there. I also think Brimson is the pick in that position. I just a much, much better matchup than Cody. So I said, I think Cody can score well this week. I think he will, but... Surprisingly, not a lot of great options in that position this week, is there? Yeah, not not all that much doing there. Um, geez, if you want to go for a big sort of pod play, if, if you're captaining um, Fafita this week, Foran? Foz. I don't love it, but if you're going all in on Fafita, <laughs> you would have to assume that means that Foz has a pretty good game. You're mad. Something to consider. Yeah. Uh, Luke Keary had a good game last week. Not for me. I wouldn't touch Matty Burton with a 10-foot pole that had a 10-foot pole at the moment. Canterbury just in all sorts. Uh, Tommy Dearden's got a tough matchup. <laughs> what about the new Canberra Raiders centre? Jack White and against the Sharkies. Supercoach Enigma. Dig up his uh, Supercoach stats at centre from <laughs> yesteryear. How <laughs> uh, good. Um, yeah, Jock Madden, Tamari Martin, Wishart, Sailor. A lot of rogue options there. None for me. Um, all right, let's move to CTW. A few good options Talk to here. to me, T Williams. <laughs> a few good options here. Uh, Brian Toto, who we mentioned before. Yep. If Penrith run out that full-strength side as named, then he has a big score written on him. You know, we've spoken at Jermaine Asako. Lockie Miller coming in at fullback goal kicking or Clune? I don't know. I'm not <coughs> sure. If you had confirmation of him goal kicking, maybe Miller. But I think there's probably better options. But, like, the Knights team's still strong. They're playing yeah. the Dragons. Yeah. It's not a bad play. I, uh, I've got my eyes on one CTW. Can you guess? I've got... BK. Brian Kelly. Oh, I was going to say, there's, I'm going through and there's a few options. Brian Kelly, great, great matchup. Zach Lomax, decent matchup. Stephen Crichton. Yeah, Lomax, not a bad pod play. Yeah, Stephen Crichton, decent matchup. Hamiso, always a good option. Hamiso. Once again, if you're going all in on Dave Fafita, Campiera has to do a lot to score, but he could yeah, absolutely yeah. light it up this weekend against Canterbury. He could. He could He's get a it. very interesting guy to bring in he this could get week. A bag. Um, so, yeah, plenty of options there. You know, your Moses Sulis of the world, Daniel Tupu, Jason Saab. You go on DC. Why not? Yeah. yeah. What, 45 last weekend. How many ended? He scored one, I think. I think he scored two. Oh, he might have set up one. I don't Must know. have been one. But you know what you're getting with Jason Saab. You need him to score three to get 80, but he could oh. score seven. I mean, so. the one we spoke at all show, but Collar. Yeah. Plays the Tigers. Next to no ownership. 
great pickup. Heaps of options to see here, Dub. But uh, of all those, I like Cola. Yeah, I'll tell you the one that uh, you mentioned him a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't really give it much thought. But uh, as the season grew, I thought, "Fuck, I'm filthy. I didn't get this guy in draft." Dan Russell. Yeah, I've fallen more and more in love with this guy every single week. Not a superstar, but I don't think he scored a try on the weekend, and he scored sixty points. On the the depth argument, I had a decision maybe a month or so ago, and I really. Russell was about 60 to 80k more. I think yeah. it was maybe about 60k more than Howard. I remember you saying yeah, all this. And I yeah. really wanted Russell. But to facilitate the second trade I was making that week, I can't remember who it was. It might have been someone like Luttrell. Or I'm not sure, but it, it was someone big. And by like two or three grand, I couldn't afford it. So I had to go Howard. Now, as it's turned out, at least Howard's playing. But yep. even like last week, I would have played Russell and probably looped Drinky. Yeah. I've ended up with Howard. So I. Uh, if I could have snuck him in there, I would have loved to have had Dan Russell. Dan Russell, over the last six weeks, has played 80 minutes. He's gone 43, 44, 68, 42, 45. So very solid base player. On the weekend, he only played 73 minutes. He based 62. Wow. Very good knock. So that's with no attacking stats. He scored a 60 last week. So not a guy I would bring in, but Jesus, shout out to him. That is very, very impressive. Um, and obviously, I just scrolled back to the top. Voldemort sitting there laughing at me, as per usual. Um, <laughs> now, fullbacks. We sort of already covered some of them. I think Dylan Edwards is interesting, but not for me. I think I'd still rather Cola over Dill. Yeah, I think so. What about Hamiso? Oh, uh, yeah, not so much. <clears throat> as I said, still a good Warriors outfit. Drink. People are bringing drink water. Uh, I haven't checked the update. I'll do Why? it right. I'll do it right now. But he was pretty high on the list. He was like early in the week. He was third most traded. I assume that's changed a bit. But with this matchup, seriously, if he gets fifty, I'll be happy. I won't be happy. But I just I, caught someone walking down the hall who looked at me in my kit and sort of went, <laughs> "What the fuck is that? What do these people do with their lives day to day?" <laughs> so good. Got two skulls in front of him, dressed as a oh, king, what a fucking moron. So, Drinky, Drinky's the second most traded in player this week. Why? He's playing Penrith in Penrith. Yeah, that is bizarre. I, mate, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was looking at Drinky last week, and <coughs> once Penrith lost, and I'd heard that Ivan essentially, uh, apparently Ivan got them in the like got them in in their recovery the day after, and sort of said to him. Put your hand up if you think that was up to standard last night. Not a single hand went up. And he's like, okay, put your hand up. Who's going to make up for it next week? And every hand went up. To be fair, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be a bold man to be the one way to put <laughs> his hand up. <laughs> I thought I had a I thought coach. I had a good one. <laughs> Sit down, Tom Jenkins. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so once, once the Panthers lost that game and it wasn't pretty, I made the decision that I wasn't going near drinking because realistically, the reason why I ended up going Cola is because of the two-week matchup. Dogs into Tigers. So, yeah. I, Jeez, that is brave trading against Scott Drinkwater. He's a great player, but fuck, he has to do a lot to score super coach points. Like, if you got the 124 last week, sweet. But if you're bringing him in for just this oh, week. Oh, this week? Yeah, no, no, definitely not this week. I think it's madness. Yeah, I, I, like I would rather go Dill Edwards than drinking. Me too. Fuck, yep. if you've got enough money for... Oh, I, know, I know it's another 100K, but... Jeez, if you've got the money, go Pappy over drink water for me this week. Yep. Every day of the week. All right, mate. Anyone else you want to chuck in there? You want to give Seb Chris another shout-out? Jordy Rapana. Seb Chris had enough shout-outs this season. 
Tomato Martin comes back in. Torpiki. Not much doing there outside of those guys we've mentioned. So, um, that do us, T? That'll do us. Anything else you want to touch on? No. Do you want what? to go through the spies' um, sit very starts for this week? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, one, sorry. dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, look guys, best of luck uh, this weekend The last round of Supercoach Fingers crossed uh, you can make some big moves this week You win your... I know Head Dad's already done and dusted, aren't they? Wouldn't know, it wasn't in any um, We'll be back next week Yeah, we've got a few more episodes left Going to be something a little bit different over the next three weeks But something I'm really excited about It's going to be a bit fun. of fun yeah. If you think we get roasted week to week, get ready for yeah, next Yeah, next week's going to be real... Step across the line in the sand stuff, which I can't wait for. Uh, Riser, Riser is going to be joining us from Supercoach 365. The new new king of the punters and dribblers. Mate, he is making a big charge. He's doing some big work over at... uh, (laughs) Mate, some of the stuff he's coming up with is top shelf. And I know Scotty Bloody, he's there to uh, defend the castle, but I reckon he'll be looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he'll, he'll uh, respond in a big way. We know that. Lottie's got a bit of uh, Scotty Sattler about him yeah. at the moment. Little little Todd Skinny Burns running him down, <laughs> Ryan. So uh, we're looking forward to having him on for the next three weeks. So big episodes are uh, coming our way, but it will be our last episode. Just the two of us. The direct, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll do a little bit of a summary next year, next week, and whatnot. But mm. uh, it's been a good season, mate. It's been fun. It has. Had it's a ball. been really fun, actually. Yeah. I've had a fucking ball. Yeah, and oh, mate, oh, always a pleasure, Rue. As much as, as much as the result may not land my way, and it's going to be a bloody long twenty twenty four. I do enjoy it. So aside from the downside of getting dusted and uh, not the year the Stales wanted, Supercoach still are uh, the winner overall. Mate, I hope you go well next year because I can't fit any more skulls on this table. I'm running out of room over here, so fingers crossed. <laughs> mate, that's an early crow. It's going to be a fun weekend ahead. <laughs> Oh, I'm not coming in next week. Come on, don't yeah, we? we'll Fuck never that. see you again. Um, shout out to Blue Wealth Property guys. They have got their events over the next few weeks. Uh, so stay tuned for that. We'll have uh, more details each and every week as they get updated. Go buy yourself a case of bloke in a bar. And also a special shout out to our main man behind the camera, Mitchie, who's helped us out all year, done a tremendous job. I have asked Mitch to work some ridiculous fucking hours this mm. year. I've dragged him in to do weird shit at weird times. Had a bit going on in his own life and he's always made it work. So we appreciate you, brother. Thank you very yeah, much, you, mate. You, you, Titans fan, but he goes all right. Yeah. You reckon uh, Dave Fafita carries the Titans? Well, Mitchie carries Mitchie. busy break evens. <laughs> I still don't know how to turn our fucking computer on, so it's coming <laughs> handy. Um, that do us? All right, guys, we'll see you over the next three weeks for Beers and Break Evans. We'll have the roastings of myself, Timmy, and Riser. Good luck this weekend. Cola 200. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 